Who dat, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second part of the very special 2018 Saints Draft Extravaganza here at the Who Dat Dish podcast. We are coming to you via fansided and whodatdish.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We got a couple special guests yet again. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown. How's it going, Saints fans? Who to everybody? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. We are super excited to be bringing you guys the second episode of the Food at This Podcast Draft Show Extravaganza. So, like Dayton said, this is the second part of a four-part series leading up to the 2018 NFL Draft that takes place tomorrow night. If you haven't seen the first episode with Sean Williams, make sure you go check that out. It was a great one. Uh, he, he was a great person to have on. Uh, you can find that out on uh, iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. So, with that being said, let's hop on into it. This show wouldn't be incredible without some incredible guests. Join us for the second episode of the day. The huge Saints fans can't wait not only for the draft, but our next Super Bowl win. Please, everyone, welcome to the show for the first time. Jordan Carter and Maple. How's it going, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey. Yeah. First time being on the show, fellas. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Second episode. Uh, I'm really happy for the draft. I can't believe it, it's already tomorrow night. Uh, like like I said in the last episode, it feels like it was just last week we were uh, going for Marshawn Lattimore and Ryan Ramchick in the first round of last year's uh, incredible draft that ended up turning out to be one of the best ever uh, in the history of the NFL. So um, what are you guys expecting tomorrow? Uh, you guys expecting the Saints to make some big moves, expecting them to be cautious? Uh, I'll start with you, Maple. Really? I expect us to keep it simple, really. That's how that's how it's been. That's, that's what worked last year. It's yeah. really there's no need to change or deviate from that at all, really. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. trust the board and take the best player available. Absolutely. There you go. Jordan, yeah, what do you think, Jordan? Uh, so I think depending on like what happened on like the beginning of the draft, because you know sometimes a player that you really want, but then you won't be able to get them because they're supposed to be at the top of the draft and they fall. And I think we'll be aggressive and can trade up and go get like Raquan Smith or someone like that. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. If not, if not nobody falls, and it will just stay put. Twenty-seven draft best available quarterback. Of our liking. Yeah. <laughs> I think the good thing about this draft, and and we'll elaborate it on it more later, is it is so deep. Uh, many experts are really saying that there could be up to eighty starting caliber players uh, coming out of this draft uh, within the first. Two, two to three rounds. So uh, for the Saints, I think either way they're going to get an impact player. And, and again, we'll we'll get to that in, in, in uh, just a second. But uh, what? First of all, Tyler, how are you? Are you uh, uh, holding up after the last episode with Sean? I'm very good, man. I'm very good. I I can't wait to see everybody's reactions. You know, see all these amazing episodes that we put out for everybody. But how are you, dude? Not not too bad. Uh, before we move on, we usually leave it to the end of the show for you guys to plug your social media, but Maple and Jordan, plug your social media real quick so people know where to find you before we uh, jump into uh, the meaty stuff of this podcast. What'd you say, Jordan? Here, can you speak up a little bit louder? At Carter underscore error 22 on Twitter. There you go. And how about you, Maple? Who underscore is underscore J Maple? That's hey, me. On there you go. Perfect. Hey, nice, nice. Great Twitters. I just followed them today, but I always see you guys on my timeline being retweeted. So, uh, big ups to Thanks you guys. Me, to Again, appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, let's jump into topic one, Tyler. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. So you know, of course, you know the 2018 drafts 
right around the corner, literally within, like, I'm going to say, like, 10 so hours. But I think actually a little bit longer than that. Who cares? Yeah, no, yeah. A little over 24 hours. A little over 24 hours. Yeah, about there. Oops, I was a little bit off. Oh, well. But uh, we're here to talk about favorite prospects. I just want to leave the floor open. Uh, You know, uh, I guess the goal of this podcast, these episodes, are to hear a little bit about everybody. You know, whether that be a quarterback. Some defensive guys you like. Maybe it's a not so sexy pick. Maybe it's an offensive climbing. The floor is open to you guys. We want to know who are your favorite uh, prospects. Who do you think is going to be available? Seven. Maybe someone even not available. Twenty-seven. You can see the Saints possibly going after. Uh, let's start with you, Jordan. What do you think? Uh, you know the New Orleans Buckeyes or Ohio State Saints, whatever one. There we go. Yeah. I love, love it. You know, we need somebody opposite of Camp Jordan. They come for help on the other side, but you know, they crash each other, or crash side and side, put the back shoulder for the middle. I was like, well, it's Lamar Jackson, like one of those quarterbacks that preparing for the future, because I believe, I said before, but last year's team, like, it was, you know, Williams had his little finish hat. We, we, we could have won with that. So, we like, we went and now, put him prepare for the future at the same time. Uh, there you go. Sam Hubbard. Yeah, Sam Hubbard might be the best edge prospect that's going to be available at 27. Uh, really impressive guy. I think the only other guy, only other edge rusher I would pick over Hubbard if he was available is uh, Marcus Davenport, um, in my opinion. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Tony. Uh, whatever. How you say that? Texas San Antonio. Uh, what were you thinking, Michael? Uh, what kind of prospects uh, were you into seeing some of this year? Really, I was, I was always, I was thinking the same thing about Sam Hubbard. You know, Ohio State has been good to us the last couple of years, so once again, why, why not, why not go away from that? Or we go, if we're going to go offense, I would say tight end, uh, oh, yeah. Dallas Gobert. That, oh, that, yeah. that he, I hear a lot about him. He, he could be there, and, and there wouldn't be no pressure on him to perform right away because we got a few tight ends already there. Uh-huh. Yeah. What were you thinking, uh, Dan? Uh, who are your guys? So for, for Dallas Godare, the interesting thing about him is I don't think he's the best. I, I love Dallas Godare at 27. I really hope we pick him there. I, I would absolutely love that selection. I, I don't think he's the best all-around center in this draft. Uh, he's, he's not the best all-around prospect. I think he, he might even be fourth. I think that he – you could argue he's all-around behind Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews, um, and Mike Jusicki out of, out of Penn State. But for the Saints, he is the best fit. Uh, he's a three-level guy. He has some of the best hands out of any of the receivers or tight ends coming out of uh, uh, college for this uh, draft. And he's six foot five. I mean, he's going to be a fantastic red zone target if we end up getting him, and that's what we need. Uh, with Benjamin Watson and Josh Hill, they can block. Uh, we can utilize them, and hopefully that we can do a post-June 1st cut for Kobe Fleener, save some money, uh, and then have Dallas Godair kind of take the reins of that uh, tight end position for us. So um, I-, I would love Dallas Godair there. I would also love Sam Hubbard, as I said on the last uh, podcast episode. Hubbard and Marcus Davenport are the two most talented edge rushers uh, in this, uh, at, at least that the Saints can get. Bradley Chubb is going to go really, really early after that. It's kind of a, a toss-up in the air. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited to do this uh, mock draft simulation again to see who's available because 
if Calvin Ridley is available, I would also love to take Calvin Ridley. He just got mocked on NFL Network, uh, uh, I think, earlier today. I think Calvin Ridley could fall to us. I didn't think that was possible. Mm. I, you know, if you would have asked me this uh, last month, I would have said he's a top 10 pick, top 15 at the latest. Yeah. But he could fall to us at 27. I'd love to pick him. Uh, what are your thoughts, Tyler? Um, <laughs> I, I almost just wish we could like have like 30 first-round picks and just get all the first-round picks. I would love that them to be like an overpowered team. But um, I love a lot of guys. You know, I love Calvin Ridley. I think a lot of the Houdat Nation loves him too. I'm really big on Carolyn's Sam Hubbard. You know, he could be the guy. Down with that. Um, I, I'm really big on the tight ends right now. Uh, I'm glad going a little bit this time that I go out. I love Coder. I love. I think you plug in once, and I think. They could be immediate, you know, impact players for us. Well, I'm not opposed to other players too. Like Jordan said earlier, if we take a quarterback, I'd be really shocked. Oh, yeah. Opposed yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't think we can. We don't. I don't think we're doing quarterback at 27. Mm-hmm. You don't think yeah. so? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, you know, we got Crawley, we got Lattimore, and then we uh, signed Patrick Robinson. So I mean, I doubt we go corner. We can use one, yep. but I doubt. Oh, not CB. Oh, okay. Okay. QB. Yeah, make your case for QB. QB. I mean, QB. if you want to go quarterback, I, I wouldn't be mad if they went quarterbacks. Yeah. Same. With Lamar Jackson. But it's like, I feel like I might be one of the only ones in the whole fan base that might think we can still wait another year or so. I, I believe mm-hmm. that too. I think that too. Absolutely. I think that there's still going to be talent in next year's draft and in the free agency market. And even then, we still have a year after that until Breeze's contract is officially up. So, I mean, we still have some breathing room to go. But if Baker Mayfield is there, I wouldn't be mad if we They're took him there. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if we took him there. Yeah, I, I'd be really happy. You know? There's some talk of him going first, actually. Yeah, yeah. Some some yeah. of the some of the simulations we do, he'll go first overall. It's crazy. You know, and it is crazy. You know, because he, he, he's not a type of player. Don't worry, even at NFL Network, I think Jordan and I retweeted on Twitter. You know, like, he's getting all these different comparisons. He, he has he has the talent. I mean, sure, he's not the tallest in the world, but neither was Drew Brees. And look at him, you know, yeah, actually, first uh, Hall of Famer, you know? Uh, I think actually, right before I came on here, they, um, oh, it was something on Twitter. It was like that the Saints could possibly go up and trade for Baker Mayfield. Mm. That'd be interesting. We'd have to give up so much, though. That's the thing. I, you never know, you know, last year. It really depends on Because, you know, the Saints, they, when they trade, they get a little good trade. You know, they especially with the trade with the Patriots last year. They they basically, you know, I wouldn't say finesse the Patriots, but they basically got a feeling. You got Ryan Ramchuk at 32. Mm-hmm. And all you get we basically Ram- traded Ramchuk. We, we traded Ram- a player that they don't even have anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, it's been crazy though. Uh, what have you guys uh, been thinking about other prospects? Maybe not in not in the Saints area, but if they were to move up, what players would you guys be interested in? Maybe Roquan Smith, uh, Smith, like you guys said. Uh, you know, be like a, a long stretch here. What do you uh, guys think of like Bradley Bradley Chubb? I think I think Bradley Chubb might. I mean, depends on how the first three picks go. He should go top five. I'm not trying to trade him to top five. I would, if he falls, if he falls to like, I mean, less like, 
11, 12, somewhere around there, I'll say we could trade up, you know, because he knows he was trying to get uh, some Dominican too. Maybe John. Every time Shadow Rankin, you know, he always gets double. So if you get another you know, top, it's going to take pressure off Rankins. And then the whole D-line, once that takes pressure, the whole D-line can do what they do. It's going to be scary, that's for sure. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, uh, what were you thinking? Are there any really prospects uh, at the top that you'd really like to see? If the Saints were to go, like, all out, let's just go beast mode all out, we're trained to the top then. <laughs> Well, when they go train up, it's going to be, I would think it would be for a pass rusher or a quarterback. Because that sounds crazy enough, but it's, they going to go up. I say go get Josh Rosen. Just oh, um, even go, go get Chubb. Go get, go get, go get either one. If you're trying to go all in. Yeah. If we're really as close as we think we are. We should. Part of me says, yeah, but, but without that second round pick, that's so tricky. Yeah, right. All yeah. I Speaking about, you know, we don't have a second round pick, but they, um, I saw that we named Marcus Colston for to our second round draft pick. Awesome. So I feel like we might trade up to the second round and do something, take somebody. Yeah, I. Uh, I yeah, we get, we're going to get a second round pick. I, I yeah. believe that. I would love a second round pick. That'd be fantastic. I, I would too. There are so many players right now. It, it's funny we talked about this in the last episode. There are so many players right now on the brink of, you know, like a first round selection that you'll see a lot of players fall into the second round. Like, this draft, it's weird. Actually, I mentioned this in the last episode, too. It's weird. The one time we don't have a second-round pick, it's it's the draft where you're going to see so many great players that are steals in the second round, you know? So it, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if we get a second-round pick. What, what would yeah. you think, Dave? Like, are there any players you think the Saints should go? Oh, uh, I'm just kidding. Well, I think if we do get a second-round pick, we should go for a uh, wide receiver, some sort of playmaker on offense, uh, maybe even a tight end if we didn't select him uh, in the first round. Hopefully we don't trade back from our first-round pick to get a second-round pick. Yeah. Hopefully it is a trade-up. Nah, don't do that either. I, yeah, I, yeah I, have, I, have, I have a feeling Loomis could do that. But reports and, and, and the history say that uh, Loomis is probably going to stay put uh, – than, than actually uh, move anywhere, uh, which which is kind of comforting, though no really wild cards being thrown in there. But I would, again, love second-round pick because of the prospects that yeah. could start. And, again, there's not really a, a huge glaring need for New Orleans, but there are a lot of holes they need to fill depth-wise and starting-wise, so to speak, maybe some competition in certain areas of the field uh, for them to take that next step to go to the Super Bowl. But uh, I think overall they're in good shape. I trust the front office. I trust Sean Payton. If they go – yeah, if, if they go safety in the first round, I totally understand what they're doing. I, I like, I, I, I you, we can't I doubt mean, them anymore, especially I would, I would after last year. I would be wondering for a second if they go safety. Right. Maybe <laughs> a small second, but yeah. Yeah. If, if like, 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 if they picked Ronnie Harrison in the first round, would that be weird? Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be, you know, kind of uh, uh, We could use maybe it'd be a little weird. Maybe I mean, we kind of need a safety, but right, like Kurt. Like, Kurt Coleman's not going to play out all three years. Like guys at his age, at his position, usually don't play out the contracts at in this point of his career, especially how physical he is as a safety. So we do kind of need somebody. But again, we also have Marcus Williams, Von Bell. How long are they going to last? How, how what contracts are they going to demand when they're free agents? Obviously, this is down the road, but uh, it is something to consider. And, and Loomis and the front office and Peyton taking every single piece of information for the team and the prospects in the future. 
so, again, yeah, I trust them. I'm excited. Uh, any other prospects you guys like maybe outside of 27, maybe in the third round, the fifth round, any sleeper picks that you guys yeah, are Arden. interested in? Look, I was just going to say it. I want Arden Key. Somehow, I don't yeah. know, somehow, some way. If we don't go with Sam Hubbard, I want Arden Key somehow. And since he's dropping, oh, yeah. I figure yeah, he I might heard. be in the third uh, round. He might be there. Yeah, I heard about uh, NFL Network right now how people are uh, expecting him to fall. Maybe talk to the third, fourth round. I think that would be really interesting for us. Especially if we don't take a defensive end. That'd be awesome. Uh, I, 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 will, I, I will vouch for any LSU player because I watch more LSU than most. So I, oh, I, know, I, know, I know when I see him, he had a, he had a bad year last year, but, but it wasn't, I don't think it was all his fault. So I like DJ Chark, too. Yeah, like DJ, DJ Chark. Yeah, I was going to say that third round, yeah, DJ like Chark. Chark. Like, they should fall there somewhere. And, but this this is like more personal, like a personal pick. Because uh, I went to high school with him, but like in the sixth or seventh nice. round, Greg Gooch, Indiana, line, inside linebacker, or, or inside, he's, he's kind of an edge too. We could use him. He, he is like, he's one of the best football players I've ever seen. I've personally watched him play, so I, I know he can do it. But the only thing that worried me, like in his pro day, his 40 time was kind of was kind of off. I, I like that. Maple, I like here's a name. Here's a name you might you might recognize. Uh, Trey Quinn. What if he, if uh, he yes. used to play at LSU, went to SMU? I think that he could fall to us in the fifth round. I think he'd be a, he a good addition to that the receiver That'd be Yeah. That would be a – if New England doesn't get to Right, right, right. They would be the team to pick him because he is such a sleeper guy. Yes. 1,200 yards receiving last year. Stacked offense. Yeah, Incredible. Insane. It was crazy. Oh, it's a shame that we – LSU never had a chance to use him. He can play. I know he can play. It's just, I just don't know. But yeah, if we get him, he he he'd be special. Yeah. He'd be special in that in the offense, Agreed. no doubt. Agreed. Don't forget, uh, this year too, it's not just uh players we're looking to address our needs. I think uh, day and earlier this season, I think you alluded to um the Saints. You know, they're a great team. They need a, a few needs, but they're also a team that could really use some guys to help fill the depth purposes. Like look at. The offensive line, maybe the receiver groups, you know, the defensive line, the linebackers. Yeah. So I would be opposed to getting some of these sleepers, you know, the late rounds. You know, it's really like make things interesting, make these guys, you know, at the lower part of our depth chart work for their spots, you know. Really, any of those guys. Yeah, really good point about an offensive lineman because I I would totally invite, even though we've done it, it would be the third time in the last four drafts we select an offensive lineman in the first round. I wouldn't be totally opposed to it. I uh, We get Andrews Pete, Ryan Ramchek, and then somebody like, I don't know, Billy Price maybe. Uh, <laughs> Max Unger's getting up there in age. Teron Armstead's getting up there in age. And he has a pretty large contract. Both of them do. Uh, Lair Warford kind of has a pretty healthy contract. He, he definitely got paid, and he, he's earning his contract for sure, but it's still on the books. So if we could get an offensive lineman, a really good one that can develop into a starter later on for rookie scale contract at the time. I think that that would be a huge benefit for the Saints, who are always kind of shuffling that offensive line around. Even though it was the best in the NFL last year. I agree, year. man. You, yeah, you guys agree with yeah, that? Yeah, that, that was amazing. That was amazing. I, didn't, I thought the O-line would be good. But yeah. Armstead missed most of the year. He was, and then when he came back, he got he gets hurt, and he comes out, and he plays again. It's, that was amazing. Yeah. And, and Zach Streif retired, too. Senio Calamente went to the Texans. Yeah. So, it's, you know, we also lost some guys. We lost a couple guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that we, were pretty we important. Don't have to be like we went to Armstead injured from, from having a whole life, a whole life crisis in the Kudan Nation. 
Yeah. Real look. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, trust, what, you need I think. 2014, when uh, Zach Street missed that block in the Bucks game, and then Drew Brees got hurt, mm. and we had to take oh, care of him. They was, they was, yeah. they was on him. I remember the day they was, they was on him. Yeah, and that's when we didn't have you. you know, we didn't have a Ryan Rams track. So, but still, yeah, we have Tony Hillis too, don't we? He, <laughs> yeah. he filled in a little bit last year. You know, he got work on some things, but I think he'll be like kind of like Senior Ken, not as, as versatile, but he could do do a little something. Yeah, I hear it. What I, uh, what do you guys got think? A couple of decent backups. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Ty, so obviously Tyler, I think you agree with me about the offensive lineman. Uh, yeah, I do too. I won't what, be opposed. But what what's like the number one position for you for the Saints to target, in your opinion? Or 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 I guess you could give me like top three, the three positions you you really want say, to consider like, taking at. I know it's hard to pick just one. Yeah, it's almost like a dead tie because like I've been saying this on Twitter. Uh, it, it all depends on it, what happens uh, this upcoming season. Like you could see two things. Let's say for defensive end. Let's say we make the argument the defensive end is a position the Saints need to pick regardless of what happens in the seven. Let's say Okafor's final. Let's say he has another great season. Heck, let's say he has a better season. Than what he did last year, and that's a pick now that you could sort of use on a tight end, on a wide receiver, heck, even on a linebacker if you want to, or a quarterback. But at the same time, though, it it all depends on what's happening. But if, if you want my guy, my position is defensive end. Though. I think. Right oh, I want to throw it out. What about you guys? What do you think? What position should the Saints? Uh, focus on primarily. Yeah, if you guys could give us the three positions you want them to really consider improving upon at 27, what would the three positions be? Um, one, yeah, I would say edge, definitely edge. Um, maybe like we know we need an athletic linebacker, athletic linebacker. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even though we got Demario Davis, well, you know, Alex Anzalone, uh, Craig Robinson. Like I love him and all, but Craig Robinson is not it. He's not it. Like <laughs> yeah. you know. Playoff game against Christian McCaffrey. They lined him up one on one, and as you saw, Christian McCaffrey was breaking down 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. We can, we can't have that. That's one play could change the change the whole game. So and then this is probably uh uh I probably maybe maybe receiver with resign Yeah, Ted again still we resign Brandon Coleman. Right. You know we got the best receiver Mike Michael Thomas. Yeah, okay, camera. Let me see. I was, I was, I was maybe tight end, but I, for some reason, I, I trust in Ben Watson. You know, he, he doesn't get old. We got Ben Watson. Still got Josh. If he played like he does in the playoffs, we're fine. Kobe Fleener, he, I believe he's still there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. As yeah, of he's now. Only there. I'm pretty sure he's now. only there for, for, for yeah, before, now. Uh, but before he got hurt last year, he was actually playing really well until he got hurt. So I was, some, it's like some fans like tight end might not be a glare knee like some fans think it is. Because Kobe Fleener, he started coming around, but then he got hurt, so that. Pretty much ruined everything. So, yeah, he's and, and, he's, uh, he's so still over. Yeah, a defensive tackle. Yeah, he's over. Defensive tackle. We definitely need a defensive tackle, and like, that's separate from Edwin because we need somebody to to help take the pressure off Rankin. Yeah, yeah. pressure player. That's what coaches get some get somebody help because Rankin always get double teamed. Like, I'm watching my oh Rankin not doing nothing. He whatever, but he's actually taking two men on at one time almost every single play. Yeah. So if you get somebody to take pressure off him, then Rankin is gonna be the Rankin that. Everybody wants him to be when we drafted him. Do you like Tavon Bryan out of uh, Florida? I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't really like Florida players. I don't really okay. like Alabama players. <laughs> okay. I'm, like, I'm, 
Okay. Okay. I don't like Florida. I don't like Alabama. How about Deron Payne? Yeah, what did you think, Maple? Uh, I, I would. I would take Deron Payne, even though he's out of Alabama. But right. That's because you know Alabama. They you know they because well, I'm an LSU fan. So right, right, Alabama right. LSU rivals. Top, and you know. Out of the combined schools, they have a, a million players in the NFL. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, yeah, I would take the Ron Payne over. Okay. I like yeah. that. There you go. What positions did you want to address, so, Maple? Like, if you were, like, you were the head guy up there, what positions do you think the Saints should really, you know, take a look at fixing for next season? Really? In order, I would say edge rusher first. Yep. Definitely okay. that. The pressure, create it creates everything. You can either... Mm-hmm. Have a great secondary. I have a great pass rush, but if you have both, it's it's scary. Like Jackson, that's that's the that's the that's that's what I be that's what I'm thinking when I when I say that. I would say tight end number two, only because only because of what happened before the playoffs started. It seemed like, and when Cleaner got hurt, and before the playoffs, it seemed like it wasn't the tight end position wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got Watson. Yeah, we got Hill. I wouldn't want to take a chance on that happening again, and then the offense just sputtering like it did. It was just—it it seemed like it was hard to watch at times. Yeah, I hear the you. Last one, last one, I would say probably linebacker. Like, like, like Carter said, I watched that. I watched that whole playoff game versus Carolina, and mm. that that play was that that could have made me sick to my stomach if we had lost that game because because yeah. that was way too easy because. And yeah, Anzalone, he, I think he'll be he'll be really good. Davis really good. Klein really good. But we need another per- we probably need another person to mm-hmm. start. To start, I would say. Yep. Because Anzalone's history injury history, I would I would do that just to have the depth. Really. Because yeah. I agree, Craig Robinson is is a good backer, but he he ain't it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I hear you. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, definitely edge. Uh, I really, really would like to dress a wide receiver simply because of the aging of, of Ted Ginn and the uncertainty of uh, Cam Meredith's health. Um, and then, really, offensive line, I, I really think is something we need to consider addressing at 27 because I think that we could could get a steal um, there. But, yeah, pretty much all in agreement with what you guys said. I think that we're all on the same page for the Saints' needs. I think the front office is as well. So, it's going to be a, a really fantastic drive. Anything else you guys want to say about – the 27th pick bef- uh, before oh, we get into uh, the final part of this when we do the little yeah, so, uh, what later. you said Dayton, about the receiver Cameron's really? health like uh, Cameron's you know his uh, ACL he tore his like really bad whatever yeah. but the Saints and Ravens they have some of the best doctors and they both cleared him so oh, yeah. I think I think he'll be fine not yeah. a few years ago we didn't not with Alvin Bro and uh, Keenan Lewis yeah, but... yeah yeah oh no let's no, no. not talk Sorry, about not. that but... <laughs> well these are new doctors these are new doctors to be fair yeah, yeah new doctors I'm confident right. in Cam Meredith coming back for training camp but he also did tear his MCL in the same uh, he tore his ACL and MCL at the same time so that knee could end up being a problem in the future I don't think it's going to restrict him from coming to training camp preseason and whatnot but it could maybe be a wear and tear issue on him that, that that's all oh. I'm saying it, 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 oh. it, like yeah. I, I say think don't we, panic if you don't see him in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. I don't, wouldn't panic. Don't yeah. panic. Yeah, don't panic. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I think we're comfortable. We I would still like to dress receiver, though. What you say? If we go receiver at 27, I would not be opposed because yeah, Brandon Coleman. I, I mean, I don't hate Brandon Coleman, but it's just 
when he catches it, he catches it, and then he fumbled, and then he fumbled again. It, it's like yeah. he didn't fumble a lot, but when he fumbled, it was just like a crucial uh, moment. It's like kind of yeah, it's like a, it's like SC not top ten. Sometimes when he fumbles, like twice in a row, yeah. like 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 you know. Versus the Jets, and then three yeah. minutes later, Coleman fumbles again. It's stuff like that. Like it's just it's. It, it was pretty. Crazy. It's not even an unlucky. It's like, he didn't took an unlucky that. bounce. Right. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. The ball got hit and it got sent flying like five <laughs> yards backwards or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so, Brandon Coleman. He's all right. Anything else you guys uh, got before we get into this uh, little mock? Oh no, nah, no, nah, we good. All right, all nope, right. Let's do it. Are you good? Let's jump into it. So we have been using fanspeak.com and their uh, mock draft simulator. It is a lot of fun to do. Uh, you can select either one team or multiple teams. You can even pick all 32 if you want to do a full mock. Uh, and you make the decisions of what you want your team to pick based on their spot uh, and the available prospects. So uh, for this specific simulation, I'm going to read off 1 through 10. I'm going to read uh, some of the picks right before the Saints. And then I'm going to talk about the top prospects in uh, pretty much all of the positions. Uh, and then I want you guys to tell me who you would select if you were the Saints in that spot. Uh, so 1 through 10. Baker Mayfield went number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Crazy. Saquon Barkley, number two to the Giants. Uh, Typical Cleveland, exactly. Josh Allen, number three to the uh, New York Jets. Bradley Chubb goes fourth overall to the Browns. Sam Darnold goes to the Denver Broncos, uh, pick number five, steal. Uh, Roquan Smith goes to the Colts at six. Quentin Nelson, seven to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then Mika Fitzpatrick falls to the Bears. uh, Tremaine Edmonds goes to San Francisco 49ers. And Denzel Ward goes 10th overall to the Oakland Raiders. At 22 overall, the Buffalo Bills select Calvin Ridley. Josh Jackson goes to the New England Patriots right after that. 24th overall, Jair Alexander goes to the Carolina Panthers. Deron Payne goes to the Tennessee Titans. And right before us, the Dirty Birds, Atlanta Falcons, pick Cortland Sutton, wide receiver out of uh, Texas A&M. My bad, my bad. SMU, my bad. I was thinking Christian Kirk for a second. So, for the top prospects left for the Saints to go over, we'll we'll just go position by position. I'll let you guys kind of think about it, and you tell me who you would want to pick if you're the Saints. All the the quarterback prospects are gone. Mason Rudolph is the top one left. For running backs, you still have Darius Geis on the board. Wide receiver, we still have Christian Kirk out of Texas A&M. DJ Moore and DJ Chark. Uh, So, some pretty good guys there. For tight end, all of the top prospects are there. Mike Jasicki, Dallas Coderre, Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews, they're all up there. Offensive tackles, Colton Miller out of UCLA is on the board. For guard, you actually have Will Hernandez and Austin Corbett. Will Hernandez has been climbing boards lately. For center, you have Billy Price still on the board. Defensive lineman, Harrison Phillips uh, is the top guy left right now. For edge rusher, you have Sam Hubbard, Arden Key still left. Linebacker, you have Leighton Vanden Esch. Rashawn Evans and Malik Jefferson all sitting there right on the board. Cornerback Isaiah Oliver out of Colorado and Mike Hughes out of UCF. And for safety, you have Ronnie Harrison and Justin Reed. Uh, so uh, I will start with uh, Jordan. I'll start with you, Jordan. Was there, out of all of those Sam prospects. There, right? What's that? Yeah, he said Sam Hubbard yeah, was Sam Hubbard there. Was there. Is that yeah, your Ohio pick? Ohio State Saints. Yes, sir. That's the pick right there. You got I like that. that. I like that. What do you think, Maple? What do you think, Maple? Yeah, that's, but I, that's actually, what I would consider. I'd highly consider. Yeah, I was, but then, uh, but then you said Rashawn Evans. So Rashawn Evans is still yeah, there. there yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rashawn, Rashawn, Evans, definitely Rashawn Evans. But yeah. you know, the Saints and they love for Ohio State. So, but yeah, I'll, actually, yeah, I'll go Rashawn Evans. Yep, I like that pick what too. Uh, Tyler, what are you thinking? 
Oh, uh, wait, what, did Ma- what was Maple's pick? I think Maple's pick. I'll go I pick Sam Hubbard. I'm just, I'm, that's, it is, it is, it's easy. It's too easy right there. Right. I absolutely agree, yeah. You're making me like the tiebreaker, man. Come on, how can you do this? Well, okay, I'll, I'll just tell you who I like. Uh, when you were listing all the prospects, I was keeping, like, you know, I was counting my fingers, like, who I liked. Uh, which, who was the top receiver that you liked? Uh, that's so clear, the top receiver. Uh, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Yeah, he's a guy I consider... I consider the tight ends. I consider Rashawn Evans, and I consider defensive ends. I, I guess I don't know. We went defensive end last time with Sean, you know. So heck, I, I love my guy originally. Uh, I'd probably go uh, Rashawn Evans. So that'd be guys, my pick. Do you guys like Malik Jefferson? I've seen him mock to the Saints a few t- different t- times t- out of Texas. Yeah. yeah, outside linebacker. Do you guys like that? If if the Saints went there, or do you like him as a prospect overall? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like Malik Jefferson, but Rashawn Evans. Rashawn I, Evans. I, I'd go Evans over Jefferson as well. Yeah, yeah but if, uh, say, Sam Hubbard and Rashawn Evans gone, but mm-hmm. Malik Jefferson sits there and all the quarterbacks are gone. Right. Because, you know, Craig Robinson. Malik Jefferson. Craig Robinson. Malik Jefferson can take his spot. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like we had, a, we had a best linebacker coach in football, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great development. Who's your guy, Dayton? Um, yeah, I'd probably uh, – Rashawn Evans or so, Sam Hubbard for sure. Um, I would even I, I would even go towards the argument of Billy Price. Uh, his injury also kind of uh, – again, for the younger guys, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not as worried as some of these veteran guys, but uh, uh, Billy Price is kind of falling on boards because of his injury history. But, again, it is Ohio State Saints. Uh, I think that that would be a, a pretty decent pick. Again, a Big Ten Conference offensive lineman. You can't go wrong there. Ryan Remchek uh, is a prime example of that. So, uh, But I think – I yeah, think Max Unger is old. And Max Unger is getting really old, and he's got a fat contract. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hubbard. I'd go Sam Hubbard. Yeah, so it looks like we're split then. Uh, you and a Maple with Sam Hubbard and uh, Jory and I with uh, Rashawn Evans. That's interesting. <laughs> both great picks, though. You know? like, yeah, no, I no, no. Them. yeah. You know, they're both – uh, for the most Just as long as Rashawn Evans doesn't turn into Reuben Foster. You know? Yeah, I, I, I would, like, yeah, don't turn him into Reuben Foster. No, I please. was just thinking, like, I, I bet you the Saints are going to be on the phone with their prospect right before they pick them, and then the Falcons are going to swoop in and take them at 26. Just like what uh, happened last year. Uh, I hate that player forever. Yeah, like like when they took Duke Riley last year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, any, anything else you guys got on the draft? Any other prospects you want to throw out there? Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap this thing up? Part two, almost at, in the books. At 27 oh, or in general? Just in general. Oh, let's see. Like, I know earlier I said I didn't like You know, I don't like Florida players coming to right. the Saints. But, but I'm like, I'm iffy with Alabama. But it's whatever. But, you know, Antonio Callaway. Yes. He's about, he about to draft in the draft board. Yes. So, you know, he got he failed a drug test. He was smoking yeah. marijuana, whatever. And his agent said it was a diluted sample, but I, he came out of today and said that he smoked like a week ago, or whatever. So that he's he's definitely gonna fall. But right. I, to me, in my opinion, he's a first round talent. I, I love him as a player, but I don't love where the school he went to. I love him as a player. Right, right, but right. But like fifth, sixth round, he I think he'll I, for some reason uh, he shouldn't be there, but I feel like he'll be there. But if he's there and the Saints come up on the clock. That's what we need to take. 
he could be there at 91 because he's currently ranked 132, uh, kind of maybe even the 119, 120 range in some of the uh, big boards I've been seeing. Uh, and I also do uh, piggyback on that. I do like Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State as well. I think that if he's available at 91, that would be a really interesting look. Maple, anything yeah. else you want to add into this, man? Uh, really, I don't. I think you. Okay, when it comes to them, not having a second round pick, that's so tricky. But I think what I'm thinking is going to happen with that to get the second round pick is going to have to use some of those later round picks. I mean, we got a lot of them. There's really no reason to. If there's a guy they want in that second round, they're going to go get him. Like yeah. they did with Kamara in the third round. That's just what I. And if they get him, everybody be happy because that's probably going to be a very, very great play, just like Kamara. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I also think, uh, you know, how our return game isn't that good. So we could use uh, Dante Pettis or Dante yes. Jackson. Yes. Rather oh, than you Washington. Dante Pettis. Too. You could do uh, Dante Pettis. You know, you also get a receiver in Dante Pettis, and then you get a return man. And then Dante yeah. Jackson, you get you, I got essentially a dime corner, and you, or whatever you want to put him at. Yeah. He could be a play corner for depth, and he could return, so. I really like Dante Pettis as well. Tyler, yeah. anything else on your mind before we uh, wrap up part two? I'm surprised we didn't talk about quarterbacks more. I know you guys were both pretty big yeah. on quarterbacks. Okay, uh, let's hear it now. Uh, let's let's pull something up out of the blue. Uh, let's say some weird way, uh, Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson are both available at 27. Who are the Saints take, uh, taking? Let's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, I, I would say Lamar Jackson. Basically, because you know, I think it was a couple weeks ago, Sean Payton was like, "Oh, Drew Brees' replacement doesn't have to be a Drew Brees like uh, like the same yeah. exact player, yeah, yeah. replica." So, yeah. and if you have like, I know Baker Mayfield, he ran a good forty time, but he's not as fast as Lamar Jackson. And if a Lamar Jackson in the Sean Payton offense, if he if the pass not there, he just take off and run. Nobody's gonna. No, nobody can already stop the Saints offense now. Imagine if Drew Brees was had Lamar Jackson speed. Would never lose a game. He, every time he about to get sacked, just take off and run. And then yeah. first down, the first down. Like that. that was, you know, that was a problem. That's why some people say we need a tight end without first getting first downs on third down. It's a big part of the game. You got to keep the chains moving. Absolutely. So we can use, uh, I was. I love Lamar Jackson. I love him. Yeah, he's like Deshaun Watson almost. You know that like dual threat. Yes. You guys You've seen how Houston's okay. offense was with Deshaun Watson and without him. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, it was two different offenses. I was like, like literally two different offenses, and I loved it. That's what I think. If you put a dynamic player like Lamar Jackson and a, like an evil, an evil genius in Sean Payton, people would go crazy everywhere. You wouldn't mm-hmm. know how to defend it. It would be like yeah. something incredible and very, very incredible. I, I personally think Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback prospect than Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not thinking with Josh Allen. They think he's going to be Carson Wentz. No. And I don't, I don't, I don't sure, see that at sure. all. I think, he's, hmm. I, I think his ceiling is Joe Flacco, like a lucky Super Bowl run. That's that's what I think his ceiling is. But he has to be in a, a – I don't think he'll survive in a big city type environment he would have to go to a you know smaller town maybe in the north because that's, uh, that's what he's comfortable with he won't survive in cleveland Little yeah with, uh with, no. with josh allen the thing is if he if a team dropped him to be a day one starter it's, it's not gonna work no. out 
Nope. He, he needs to go to either the Saints, the Patriots, or the Packers. He has to sit behind one of the uh, Tom Brady, a Drew Brees, or Aaron Rodgers. He has to sit behind one of them, learn because it's probably because they have you know they have a problem with accuracy. But yeah. um, I've seen an article. Someone else had problems with their accuracy too. So you know accuracy is kind of misleading because you know some that doesn't account for receivers dropping balls or whatever. Yeah. Yep. You know you watch his pro day, you watch his combine. He would yeah. he was actually pretty accurate in most of his throws. So you don't know if the person, his completion percentage is misleading. I'm just worried but. about how 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 he plays in game because he didn't dominate. He he wasn't first team all uh, conference during his senior season. He in, in the Arnold. in in the Mountain West Conference, one of the not even a Power Five. Con- he didn't dominate football at at that level. I don't how how is he going to dominate in the end? Of, obviously, he's going to be surrounded by better talent, but he's also going to yeah, be going up against a much better talent on the defensive end. On the coaching staff, obviously, and I'm not saying he can't learn. Obviously, he's a quarterback prospect. He can get better and improve, but I, I, I don't see him being as good as Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, or Josh Rosen at all. Yeah, he's not. He's not day one ready. If he if he sits behind, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, learn from them. Like, like you don't. You they have problems with accuracy, whatever. But you can't learn. But if you work on footwork, good footwork translates to good accuracy. Right. I do agree yeah, with that. Not, I do agree. I agree if, he, that, if he sat yeah. behind a, a really good. Hall of Fame or borderline Hall of Fame quarterback, he could he could potentially bloom. I do agree with that. Yeah, somebody like Cleveland because Cleveland. Yeah, if he if he goes to one of those teams, Cleveland, try Cleveland, somebody like that. But to be honest, for some reason, like in my heart, I don't think Cleveland's gonna go quarterback just because the simple fact that they signed Tyrod Taylor, mm. and they, you know they don't want that issue. So I I personally think they should go. Barkley doesn't need to go quarterback. I don't know. Barkley first, and then either uh, Chubb, pay, you know, pair him with Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. or take like a Denzel Ward, Minkum Fitzpatrick to help their secondary out. Mm, that'd, be that, that'd be really interesting. Cleveland yeah. is close. That would shock yeah. the NFL. Browns so yeah. That'd be such a Browns move. I mean, Saquon Barkley is, but do you take a running back number one overall in the in this league? Hey, but you said, but the past few years they. Had a running back go top three. You're right. Each, each, You're right. Leonard Fournette, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And you know the last the last running back they took in the top three, Charges, and he was he he worked out for them. But as soon as they traded him, his you know his career went downhill. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know. If you're if you're the Browns, I feel like the thing you need to avoid is drafting a running back in the first round. Yeah, just not screwing up in general. I think that's but yeah, especially awesome since they they also drafted Carlos Hyde too. Yeah, or they, not, or they signed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, is I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Barkley Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the whole. Yeah, yeah, I, you are no. I think I think Darius guys oh, Darius yeah. guys is all said and done. Yeah, gonna be the best running back in this draft. So that that yeah. Like I, you know, I'm an LSU fan, but that's not that's not even a bias. That's not even a bias opinion. I just it's firmly. Really, I, 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 I just guys was better than. I'm yeah, not like, saying he guys is a better like running back in Fortnite. I just he's like Fortnite is a freak of nature, but guys. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, yes is. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing as Barkley. Barkley and Fournette, freaks of nature, freak athletes, but guys like a better running back. He runs harder, and you can like you could tell like he just play with more passion. Mm-hmm. When all that stuff built up, and he run angry, and I just I love watching guys run. Like he's one of my favorite running backs. What 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 if the what if the Jaguars draft Darius Geis and they do like an LSU wing T with Leonard Fournette? Oh man, that, that's 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 scary. That's scary they stuff. Would run, they would run the division. Yeah. Oh, oh, easy against the Colts <laughs> against the baby horses. Oh yeah, they'd run yeah, all yeah, over they, them. The Colts, the Colts need a running back too. They yes, lost. Yes, they do. Before. Yeah, 
Yeah. That'd be interesting if uh, uh, Saquon Barkley falls six to the Colts. I also think that they could go Quentin Nelson, which yeah, they yeah, they, they cost me uh, they cost me a lot. They, they need they they need everything. Yeah, they're gonna get Eric to look back just to get him hurt again. They exactly. Yeah, I know, right? Line, yeah. And even then, that I don't I still that's not enough to make me comfortable with or make Andrew Luck comfortable in the pocket. It's crazy. Um, yeah. All right. He's reckless. Andrew Luck is yeah. very very reckless. He is. Hey, but he a future saint. You know, yeah. Like we got reason he was hurt. The Colts can get rid of Andrew Luck, and we gonna pick him up. You know? Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I like and that. Andrew I like Luck that. is Bridge replacement. Maybe. Maybe. But, um, thanks so much, for <laughs> guys. So we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. Con- you know, interesting conversations, indeed. Yeah. I'm. Just, I'm really excited for the draft tomorrow. This this yeah, got me pumped yeah. up. This got me super pumped. I up. am too. It's just like, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. It's it's the unknown. The it's the unknown yeah. excitement. Anything like, can happen. You know, most likely something good is going to happen. You're going to get a new addition yeah. to your favorite team, but yeah. you don't know who it is. You have no idea yeah. what the position uh-huh. is. And like every single year, they always have something that something something crazy happens during the draft. Like right. somebody falls. Is like some yeah you know, yeah. So Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. That was right minutes before the draft. So you know he dropped last year. Marshawn Lattimore failed us. Yep. And and then the Chiefs traded up right before us. So everybody, oh Marshawn Lattimore is gone here. Mm-hmm. And then they take Patrick Mahomes. So Marshawn Lattimore is just basically sitting in our lap. Yeah. So you, you never yep. know what could happen in the draft because it all depends on what team wants the right fit at that spot. It, it all depends on how the front office and the. And all uh, all the team franchises, what they want, who who they think gonna benefit the team for the future and now. Yes, you, you sir, never sir. really you never really know what's gonna happen in the draft. It all it all depends on what they're thinking at that moment. Actually, because you know something, they could switch it at the last minute. It's, it's, this kid's gonna be crazy. That's all I knew. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait I, for this draft. It's gonna be nuts. This is gonna be amazing. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you guys so so much for coming on today on the episode. We'll definitely have you on in future episodes. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, we can, uh, right. can't believe it was your first time. We should have got you guys on earlier. But uh, go ahead, and pl- <laughs> go ahead and plug away at your guys' social media. Let our audience know where where they can find you guys. Again, at Carter underscore Era twenty two on Twitter. There you go. What will you uh, make? Who underscore is underscore J Maple? Twitter. Uh, there you go. I'm always there. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Hey, yeah, again, hey. thank you so much. Don't forget to tune into the draft tomorrow, everybody who's listening. Uh, it is at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific time, uh, which I believe is 7 p.m. Central time. Uh, be sure to tune in, check it out, see what the Saints are going to pick at 27. Going to be going to be really late for for you guys down in uh, New Orleans and Louisiana. It'll be about 10 p.m. until they uh, actually make their selection because of how long the drafts it's now are. Uh, so it's going to be crazy, but it's going to be a really anticipated wait. Maybe they even trade up and you guys get to see them earlier. But, uh, uh Todd, I'm going to throw it to you, uh, Jordan and, uh, Thanks, Maple. Man. If you guys want to stay on for the, uh, outros, feel free to, if not, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. So Tyler, go ahead. Thanks so much guys. Uh, for tuning in. uh, thanks so much to, uh, Jordan and Maple for you guys, uh, having, uh, for coming on. We appreciate that. That's on. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, keep in, uh, Keep in line with all these incredible episodes we're putting out today and uh, borderline uh, tomorrow morning. So, we again, we have the Sean Williams one that was recorded earlier. You should definitely definitely go check it out. Uh, it was a great episode. You should check out this episode. Uh, if you just so happen to tune into it, this was another great one. And later, we're going to have a uh, returning guest, Market Charlie, on. Then shortly after that, we've got uh, a couple new people 
uh, Jake White and uh, Matthew McFartridge, um, who uh, writes for Who That Dis. So look look forward to that. But here's where you can find us, guys. So uh, listen to this. So you can follow us on Twitter, the Who That Dish podcast. Uh, just look up the WDD podcast, Dayton Brown, the other guy on the other side of the mic. Uh, you can find him at uh, Dayton underscore Brown underscore. You can follow me at Raymond Tyler M. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Blog Talk Radio, which will be posted right after this is good to go. And iTunes, just search the Who That Dish podcast. And make sure you check out com, where all of us good writers write for. But yeah, we think, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, as always. Part three is going to be coming at you guys later this evening. We thank you so much yep. for tuning in. Uh, if you're actually listening to this the day before the draft, all the episodes are going to be up. Be sure to check out our Twitter to stay up to date with everything. Uh, we wish you guys the best of luck to the New Orleans Saints and every other team drafting uh, tomorrow and all the prospects going there. going to be a fantastic event. Uh, but stick around for, sure. for part three, which is coming out soon. So, again, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you so much for the constant support. For Tyler Raymond, I'm Dayton Brown. Yep. We thank Jordan you so Carter. much. And Jordan Carter. Uh, we thank yeah. you so much, you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And as always, hey. who that? Who that?